Hi, you're listening to Drink Up Buttercup, and this is CJAM 99.1, Windsor, Detroit. Thank you for listening. What up, everybody? You're listening to CGM Radio, 99.1 FM, reaching higher ground in Windsor and Detroit. This is Drake on Wind City Sports here. It is August 11th, another hot day. We are here every Thursday at 8 p.m. live on CGM, bringing you all the sports news and sitting down to talk with some local athletes and coaches. Today we're kind of going back to our roots and going back to pro wrestling. On our first episode, we had... Irish Bobby Clancy on the show. Today we are joined by someone that knows Clancy pretty well in Tyson Dukes. Next week we have Border City Wrestling's Heat Wave event, which Tyson will be part of. We'll be talking a bit about that. Uh, the event is at the Tecumseh Legion on August 20th. Tickets are still available. Get them while they're, while they're still available. If you don't know who Tyson is, we're going to talk a little bit about his career and give you a little background on him. But he was recently in the WWE's Cruiserweight Classic on the WWE Network. It was a, a huge accomplishment for him, and everyone was proud to see him in it. He really deserved it after all the hard work he's put into all these years. We're going to be talking some about uh, BCW and and all things wrestling. After that, we're going to be talking a little bit about the Olympics and some local sports, upcoming events. And much, much more. First, I got to take care of a little bit of business and hear from one of our sponsors that keep us alive here on CJAM. So right when we get back from this little ad, I'll be talking to textbook Tyson Dukes of Border City Wrestling. CJAM 99.1 FM proudly acknowledges the ongoing support of Layuna 625, the Laborers International Union of North America. Every year, Layuna 625 contributes financially, fundraises, and volunteers for numerous charitable, social, and cultural activities that have established our region as an outstanding place to live, work, and play. Layuna 625 builds better communities, better jobs, better careers, and better security. Uh, Okay. Thank you for joining me. Hey, thanks for having me, Drake. Not a problem. Um, If you're not familiar with Tyson Dukes, he obviously is a pro wrestler, um... For those who aren't familiar with with yourself, can you just give us a little background on how you got into wrestling? Uh, yeah, I started when I guess it, the the obsession of professional wrestling started at the age of around five or six uh, with a coloring book. Is what I usually tell people. Is my mom bought me a coloring book. Uh, after that, uh, I left home at eighteen and began my journey to become a professional wrestler. I moved to Cambridge, Ontario, and that's where I got my start. And then I finished my schooling with Scott Moore at Can-Am Wrestling School, which is still there in Windsor, and uh, have been wrestling ever since. I've been at this now 20 years. So if you do the math, you see how old I am right there. <laughs> so, as you mentioned, you uh, you moved down to Ontario some 20 years ago to train. You're from Nova Scotia? I'm from New Brunswick. New close, Brunswick. Close, very close. It's cool. That's very cool. So uh, you mentioned you uh, you did schooling under Scott with Border City Wrestling. Uh, is that where you started with BCW? Uh, Border City is re- really where I got my real good uh, jump. Uh, like I did a couple of promotions before that, just starting out uh, when I was uh, wrestling in Cambridge uh, for the school, and then eventually met through met Scott through the school in Cambridge, and then uh, it's been a sweet, a 
story ever since with me and the old Scott Moore. Uh, as we, as I came down to Windsor, I helped train and then became a trainer at the school and just started from there. Forest City is where I really got uh, my initial uh, uh, notoriety. That's where I come from, really. Absolutely. I remember you tagging with, uh, I believe it was El Tornado. You guys were tag team champions? Yes, uh, three-time uh, tag team champions with my buddy El Tornado. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I remember down at the river, you guys would always do those shows. I remember seeing you there. Uh, I was young, but you've always been like a mainstay in, in BCW, like you mentioned, and really connected with the crowd. Uh, is it something you hold close to your heart, BCW? Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. I, uh, I've started my career there, and without a doubt, it, it'll be around as long as I am, and I will finish my career there. I'm sure of that. That's cool. It's cool how uh, how long it's been running, too, eh? It, one, of the, one of the things that I tell people is it's the most professionally run uh, organization outside of, like, the big time, the big league, mm-hmm. is Border City Wrestling, and it's its longevity is tremendous and that doesn't come down to it comes down to a lot of hard work by a lot of different people uh a lot of great wrestlers have come out of the windsor area but it really comes down to stems by the fans if it wasn't for them you know constantly supporting and enjoying the product we wouldn't have much of anything but uh, mm-hmm. well windsor's always been a strong town for professional wrestling they've always Oh, yeah. uh, given a lot, and we've always tried to give them a little extra. So yeah. it's kind of a neat little relationship. Yeah, I remember being young at those shows at the Chicharro Club and looking around at all the older guys going nuts and yelling and saying words that I wasn't allowed to say. And it was just <laughs> some of the greatest times of my life were going to those shows and being able to see guys like um, that have made it now, like you know Bobby Roode and uh, AJ Styles, just to name a few. Just looking back on it, it's so awesome. That's excellent. You know, that's how it starts. That's how you start. Is you start with a company on the smaller yeah. circuits, and then eventually, uh, if you're fortunate enough and the timing is right, uh, it's kind of neat where life can take you, you know? Absolutely. Uh, speaking of, we're going to get back into BCW later. We'll talk about the upcoming event. But uh, you were le- recently part of the WWE's Cruiserweight Classic Tournament. Uh, just tell us what that experience was like really briefly. You know, I can't, uh, I can't stress how much... Uh, the cruiserweight tournament is like important to our industry, especially with WWE. Um, if people are familiar with WWE, they would know that uh, it's been a place that it's been about giants, it's about big, huge, heavyweight type men uh, performing. So this is such a groundbreaking thing because this platform is for guys that are under 205. The cruiserweight limit is 205 pounds. So it gives guys that are more agile, uh, faster, can do a lot of cool athletic things. It's giving them their platform that they can actually go uh, at their pace and at their level and what they want to do. And this is all from Triple H. This is Triple H's baby. And he's very, very passionate. He's been very, very passionate about this Cruiserweight uh, Classic Tournament. And it shows. It shows in the product. It's been a wonderful experience, like up to this point, with uh, uh, just just social media and the product level, uh, the TV production level, is something to be like. It's unreal. It's unreal to see yourself in that kind of fashion. And he said when we had our first meeting, he says, "Guys, I take this very seriously, and my whole goal is to make you guys all look like superstars that you really are." And it really, it really has stemmed into that because I've watched 
now the first round of the tournament, and everybody is just highlighted uh, and highlighted so well to look like a, such a good part of professional wrestling. It's really cool to see. That's a great way to put it. Um, your match with Zack Sabre Jr. and just your involvement in it has been uh, very positively praised on social media. As you mentioned earlier, social media was uh, uh, just raving about it. Uh, did you watch last night by any chance? I did. I didn't get to see last night. I've heard all Ooh. about all the good things. Last night was and very I've good. I've a couple highlights, but the second round, of course. Second round, you knew with less uh, guys, less matches, that they were going to extend times and yes. uh, give a little bit more leeway. And I know the guys that are in that, from your Ibushi to your Cedric Alexander to uh, returning to Jiri, I knew that it just was going to be something something really, really good. You know, it like and a lot of guys in this business are uh we're as a brotherhood so we because we take care of each other in the ring and out of the ring. So um the the one thing I can say is like I'm extremely grateful for my opportunity, but I'm also very, very happy to see guys get a, even more of an opportunity at this business. I think too much animosity flies around too much and it's like you gotta sit back and just enjoy that someone else is being successful and i can't say nothing but great things about cedric alexander and she's match i've heard nothing but uh like it's all five stars and i can't wait to see it i guess it is something to behold yeah you gotta watch that one that was very good uh you mentioned you knew, you're familiar with these guys styles and uh can kind of predict what what we were going to get out of this tournament uh, going into the tournament, was there anyone at, let's say, the uh, the, the performance center that you were, knew that you were um, uh, familiar with, maybe had a personal relationship? I can think of one uh, one individual off the top of my head, but when you got there, was there guys that you knew that kind of you clicked with and worked with? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I got along really, really well with uh, a lot of guys. I, I seem to be able to bounce uh, between uh, different people and different styles really, really well. I got along very well with the guy that I faced across the ring, being Zack Sabre. I also got along quite well with um, uh, uh, Sazawa, who was my uh, roommate, and uh, uh, Champa, Gargano. These are guys that I work with on a weekend basis. Uh, those guys are, have been completely called up, so they're going to NXT now. So I'll see less and less of them for now. For the meantime, but it's wonderful to see uh, guys that you're very, very familiar with and uh, really, really enjoy and enjoy ben, uh, working with. So it's kind of a, a neat, it's like a reunion of sorts because you get to see people that you haven't seen in a while and guys that you always wanted to meet, like Zack Sabre or the Jack Gallagher's or Noam Dars, who are just wonderful people. And it's just because they're overseas and you're over here. Uh, it really gave us an opportunity to click and hang out a bit. That's really cool that it all kind of brought you guys together like that. Yeah, without a doubt. Like, it, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful thing that uh, uh, guys from all over, like there's like guys that I hadn't met before, like Slater from um, Australia and uh, Clement from uh, Paris, like from France. These guys are like, and I, I you never know, because you really don't think that uh, outside of your own little bubble, being uh, the U.S., Mexico, Canada, or Japan, you don't think 
or England, I guess, but you don't really think on the the ways of, like, there's a guy from Chile, for goodness sake. There's a guy from Chile mm-hmm. in professional wrestling. Chile is not uh, not the place to go if you want to be a professional wrestler. So it's neat to see guys make their journey and all their sacrifices that they've made in areas where it wouldn't be a popular thing to see how uh, wrestling is perceived in different countries. So it's really, it's very, it's an excellent way, like guys from the Philippines, just interesting to see dynamics like that. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. I, I was, uh, I was, it was cool to see the Italian guy, obviously. Uh, <laughs> Italian. Right. Uh, and Jack, like, and it's, uh, Jack Gallagher. Is that who you're uh, speaking Jack of? Jack Gallagher is from England and it was Fabian. Fabian is from uh, Italy. From, yeah. And uh, it's neat to see a guy like Fabian on that thing. Because uh, the funny story is, is Fabian had to not drink water or eat any carbs. Couldn't eat carbs for oh. a week, and he couldn't drink water for three days. He was the guy that cut that that much yeah, weight, right? Him, yeah, okay. Him and the guy from Chile, wow. uh, both. And this is how legit Triple H wanted this to be. He wanted to be a sport feel, which it does have a very yep. uh, athletic, very competitive sport, combat sports feel. He. Um, he said, "If uh, we got an email a month out of uh, show day, saying that if you guys don't make the 205 uh, weight limit, then you will be replaced by an eager replacement." And there were five very talented, excellent uh, talents that were under the 205 mark, just chomping at the bit, waiting for someone to not make their flight or not make weight. So kind of neat to see. Yeah, that's that's legit right there. That's it's like real fighting. Yeah. So when they did the weigh-ins for the on Facebook, they have the WWE yep. Cruiserweight Classic website. Uh, when you saw the weigh-ins, uh, those guys, like the guy from Chile and Fabian from Italy, both guys were. That was an actual breath and of relief and real excitement when they actually. That was a real moment for both those guys because they actually did make weight. That's what makes it so incredible, too, when you see the genuine reactions and and stuff like that. Without um, a doubt. It, it, wrestling is... Uh, it's, and I love this thing for the simple reason that Triple H, like I said, is very passionate about it. Mm-hmm. And I bring that word up again because, uh, like, in professional wrestling, we wrestle uh, night in, night out. And we go back to a nine-to-five type job five days a week, and we do it on the weekend for very little pay and always banged up in just the hopes of making a career for ourselves. And it takes a real passionate human being who really, really loves this business and loves what he does to get involved in this. So to see this being conveyed in this uh, in this TV series is uh, is what I love about it. It's because you're actually seeing uh, true passion. Uh, when guys uh, get their hand raised at the end, when one guy loses, one guy wins, that's a sheer, that's real emotion. That's real excitement, and that is real uh, a bittersweet sadness to the guys that lose. Absolutely. It, you, that's just the way it is. You could see that at the end of uh, Gargano and Ciampa's match. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And what a, like, what a great way to end round one of that tournament was Ciampa and Gargano. Just a beautiful, uh, just a fantastic match. Um, I'm just 
happy to be on on par with all those guys and keeping up. And uh, a lot of people have said uh, top five. I'm in the top five of those matches that circled through. So absolutely, it's just been uh, it's it's excellent though. You know, I, I you know, yep. I'm blessed. I guess I'm blessed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we mentioned Gargano and Ciampa, and you said that they were uh, regular NXT guys now. Um, while you were there, did you get a chance to work, not necessarily in front of a crowd, but do anything with the NXT uh, wrestlers? Uh, this time, I uh, never got to, never got the opportunity to. We were very, very busy. That first week was okay. a lot of production meetings, a lot of different uh, photo shoots, as you can tell. We had uh, the green screen. We had uh, a lot of different type uh, action shots. It's just you felt like a true professional wrestling superstar uh, the way it really came together. And they kept you busy from nine in the morning till nine, sometimes ten o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. It was a uh, it was a full full workload for that full week. So we never really got the chance to um, go to NXT on the second set of tapings. Though I do hear that. Uh, guys were able to get to the NXT show oh, okay. and get to check it out, which is great. Which yeah. is wonderful. I was wondering if you uh, had met up. Are you, you friends with Ty Dillinger at all? Huge. huge. Yeah, was, was, me and Ty are good buddies. He's great. He's incredible. We uh, actually, me and Ty got to hang out a lot, though. After Afterwards, Ty was kind of like my cabbie for the my <laughs> chauffeur. If, uh, if you could have a perfect 10 in the way of chauffeur, Ty Dillinger would be the perfect 10 <laughs> chauffeur. He was wonderful. Oh, so he took me around, and uh, we spent a, a bunch of time together just hanging out and uh, just taking it all in, getting to uh, just relax a bit. It actually, I had uh, four names were hung up that weekend. It was uh, me, Ty Dillinger, uh, one danger boy, Derek Wilde, who came down to support and watch the show, and uh, the other one was Showtime Eric Young who is uh, down there now. So the four of us got to hang out a couple nights in a row, and uh, it was a blast. It was like it was one of those one of those moments that uh, you look back in your career after 20 years and you see these guys for this long of a time, to be able to be on that platform and hang out with them on a different level is uh, it's kind of it's a surreal moment. It's a real it's one of those things that stays a wonderful memory. That's awesome. I I had uh, I attended the NXT show in Detroit, and he wrestled Sami Zayn. Yeah, they kind of you know they position him at a at a level where you wouldn't think he would be as popular. But when that match was happening, the crowd was on the edge of their seat the entire time. He's so entertaining. Hey, he's by far one of the one of the best, one of the best. Yeah, he professional was... wrestlers, and that's what I tell a lot of kids nowadays. Is a lot of kids like to. Uh, when they start out in this business, they want to do as much stuff as they can, as many flips, as many dives, as, as many moves as they can try to muster in a match. And Ty Dillinger is the exact uh, example that everybody should follow. He, does, uh, he doesn't have to do a whole lot, but what he does is 100% efficient and looks so great, and that's the way to be. That's a pro wrestler right there. Yeah, he's 10 out of a 10. 10 out of 10, every time. <laughs> uh, since it's popular right now, what do you think of Bobby Roode's gimmick? Love it, love it. We Now, this whole thing that they're doing with the Glorious Bomb uh, with Bobby Roode on social media, I do believe that is a, a collection of us getting together after the first set of tapings for the CWC 
sitting down eating and talking about how awesome his music was and how we would like to live our lives just hearing that music. And uh, Gargano and uh, Tommaso have actually rolled with our us fooling around, just uh, joking uh, after after the classic. Uh, we went out for dinner and we were just joking about how ridiculous it would be to be, you know what I mean, always surrounded in that music because they constantly played it during um, uh, production meetings and stuff like that. <laughs> so we got a real good sample, and I was really mad at Zack Sabre Jr. I'm like, I I was so upset because I thought that was Zack's music. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to come out after that music because it was uh, playing while they were doing the graphics and the Union Jack was up. So I thought when I went out there and saw that British flag that it was going to be it was going to be his uh, that was going to be his music, but they it's Bobby Roode's music, and I'm I'm just as jealous about Bobby Roode having it as Zack Sabre having it. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are jealous. <laughs> It's great. probably the best song out there. Yeah, it is. Yeah. All right, let's get back to BCW really quickly here. Uh, BCW Heat Wave, August 20th, a week from Saturday. Um, what should the fans expect from Tyson Dukes? Well, and let the fans know that Tyson Dukes will be in the house. I made the surprise uh, run in the last show mm-hmm. and uh, helped Cody Diener uh, hold on to that heavyweight title. Um, you're going to expect a lot of the same thing. Um, it's, uh, I'm really, really excited about this show. If you check it out online, there's a Facebook page, uh, that has a board, like Facebook has a border city wrestling fan page. And that page right there has, uh, started to announce every day. They're starting to announce a different match mm-hmm. and it is, it's going to be one heck of a show. There is some really, really cool matchups that, uh, have never happened before on an Ontario on an Ontario scene or a border city scene. So it's kind of a neat uh, neat prospect to see these matches go down. Mm-hmm. BCW gets a lot of uh, like quote-unquote indie uh, darlings or whatever they call them. Like last time, there's just guys that I haven't really seen before, but I've like heard their names, and to see them pop up here in Windsor is it's pretty cool. It's, uh, it's without a doubt the, the prestigious, and it's like really prestigious to a lot of people. Uh, and uh, I guess a lot of us uh, that have worked down here uh, for so long, it's it's family. So maybe we take it a little bit for granted uh, because people are always, like, always wanting to be a part of the Border City product. It's one of those things. So it's, uh, it's, it is definitely one of those uh, places that gets notoriety and people want to be a part of. So, uh, yeah, all guys, all these guys that are coming out, all new to uh, new talent coming to Border City Wrestling. I've seen a lot of them. I've witnessed a lot of them. They're all fabulous. So it's going to make for a great show. I'm telling you right now, we're going to try to rock that Legion house, take the roof right off it. Yeah. That's my plan. Yeah, last time it was packed. It's probably going to sell out or whatever, as, just like last time. So it should yes, be a great definitely, show. Definitely. There's uh, VIP are almost sold out first row. Second row are still, uh, there's a few available. But uh, I've heard word that they're going pretty fast. So if mm-hmm. you are looking for tickets, go to that website and uh, get yourself some tickets now because mm-hmm. it is going to sell out quick. Now in the next week, you know how winter is. Yep, they always Wait for the last week and then they hit it. Mm-hmm. All right, Tyson. Um, final question here: What is your favorite match that you've had in BCW? Uh, with uh, see now that's a hard one because I, I have know. two. I have two that are uh, uh, kind of a. I guess 
You know what? No, I guess not because we did uh, uh, shows for a while that were all about the students, about yep. students getting some exposure. So that's Can-Am Rising. Yep. That really, there's two of them. So the Can-Am shows would have to be me and Ty Dillinger, without a doubt. Uh, one of the most, my favorite matches I've ever, ever been a part of, without a doubt, uh, beat storyline, fan reaction, the whole thing, the way it went down was, it's beautiful. And to me, it's art. It's really yeah, a beautiful, beautiful match. When would have that but, been? Sorry. What's that? When would have that been? I don't think I've ever seen that. Oh, one. man. Uh, that was a couple of years ago. Yeah. Was definitely a couple of years ago. I remember the shows, but I don't remember you and, and Ty Gillinger going at it. Oh, uh, you look it up online. That one's under uh, Can-Am Rising. Yeah, I'll have to watch that. Can-Am Rising with Ty Gillinger. You'll see me and him tear it up for about 30 minutes. Uh and the other one, I guess the one, without a doubt, uh, in Border City history would have to be the steel cage match yes. a couple of years back with Phil Atlas. Yes, both matches where, you guys had were, were awesome. Yeah, thanks. I, I, and this one definitely takes the ca- uh, cake. As I, uh, I'm, I posted earlier this week about suplexing him off the top of that cage and probably taking two years off my life. <laughs> but every time anybody asks me, hey, how do you... Do you regret ever going up there and uh, knowing how you feel after that? Like, I don't, I, it was totally worth it. If it took two years off my life, it was totally worth it uh, to have such a great moment with Border City. That's awesome, man. I also enjoyed your match and the whole entire card you guys had with New Japan, you and Nakamura. That wow, awesome. that, that's another thing of beauty as that's well. That's probably just something personal that you can say, I did that, and that was awesome. Yeah, I, just, I went toe-to-toe with Nakamura, and uh, I, didn't, uh, I didn't back down a bit. Is one of those ones that's uh, is definitely one of those uh, one in the the old pride book that I can take with me always is that I can still hang with everybody. <laughs> Absolutely, and hopefully maybe we'll see that match again. Who knows? Definitely, definitely. All right, Tyson, thank you so much for doing this. I I appreciate it. Thank I'm you, so Drake. Grateful. It's been it's a awesome. real uh, pleasure to talk to everybody back home. So it was wonderful. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. Okay, thank you, Tyson Dukes, for taking the time to do that interview with me. That was awesome. Uh, really looking forward to BCW next weekend and what to expect from Tyson in the future. Hopefully, it'd be cool to see him on WWE NXT or something. As mentioned before, if you're a wrestling fan, BCW Heatwave is August 20th at the Tecumseh Legion. That's a week from Saturday. So now we're gonna we're gonna run down a little bit of news and upcoming events. First, I want to get into the Olympics and talk about our uh, our local athletes in the Olympics this year. First off, Brandon McBride, he's going to be competing in the men's 800-meter race tomorrow. The race is at 9, 10 a.m. Probably be on CBC. All of our local supporters should, should tune in and support Brandon. Melissa Bishop has yet to compete in the Olympics. She will be part of the women's 800-meter race on Wednesday, August 17th. Noelle Montcalm will be part of the women's 400-meter hurdles on Monday. That's this Monday, August 15th. Mia Marie Langlois is part of the Canada women's basketball team who have secured a few wins over Serbia, China, and Senegal. They will be playing the USA on Friday. That's tomorrow at 2 p.m. 2.30 p.m., my mistake. And then playing Spain on Sunday the 14th at 4.45. Tune in and support some local Windsor athletes on Team Canada basketball for women. All of these athletes deserve as much recognition and support as possible. This is a huge accomplishment for every single one of them, and we are proud to see them in the Olympics in Rio de Janeiro. Have you been watching any of the Olympics? 
Uh, there's a lot to watch. There's so many things going on all day from 7 in the morning till 9 at night. Obviously a fan of martial arts myself. Been watching a little bit of judo and boxing. With still plenty more to come in these Summer Olympics, I'll have much more news for you next week when a lot of our Windsor athletes uh, have already uh, competed in their respected events. Uh, a lot of them taking place tomorrow and Monday and Wednesday of next week. So I will run that down for you next Thursday here on Wind City Sports. That's 8 p.m. on CJM, of course. Uh, for now, we're going to get into a little bit of Windsor Spitfire news. It appears Gabriel Velarde has a knee injury and will be out for six weeks. The Spitfires are wondering if they'll be able to fill their lineup when they begin their OHL season on September 22nd against the Erie Otters at the WFCU Center. So that will be their home opener. They're worried about the lineup because a lot of their uh, forwards are at NHL camps right now. It's a big accomplishment for them, so I want to give them some recognition. But looking forward into the OHL season this year and where the Windsor Spitfires will be going as they have a sure seed into the Memorial Cup, as we will be hosting it, obviously. That's going to be it for us here today on Wind City Sports. This is August 11th. We're here every Thursday, as mentioned before, 8 p.m., live on CJAM 99.1 FM, reaching higher ground in Windsor and Detroit. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, and the CJAM archive. You can listen to all our shows on SoundCloud. That's soundcloud.com slash windcitysports. Or on cjam.ca. Go to cjam.ca. Click on Programming. Find Thursday. Find our slot at 8 p.m. And click on Wind City Sports, and we'll have the last, uh, I think, five or six shows there. And um, we are at CJAM Sport on Twitter. That's our Twitter handle. And at Wind City Sports on Facebook. Or you can search facebook.com slash Wind City Sports. Until next week, peace out. Take care, folks.